Section 2. Right Off the Bat by William F. Kirk. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Right Off the Bat by William F. Kirk. Section 2. Raymond's Ride. Listen, dear rooters, and you shall hear of the ride of a modern Paul Revere. The Paul Revere of 75 rode like a fiend and won in a drive. The Paul Revere whose praises I sing is Arthur Raymond, the spitball king. No plunging charger, no Arab steed, loans to Raymond its wondrous speed. No dainty thoroughbred, sleek of side, plays a part in our Raymond's ride. Just a lumbering wagon, creaking and shaking, serves for the wonderful ride he's taking and it hustles him over hollow and hill drawn by a good old horse named will it bumps like blazes and swerves like sin when it nears a bar or passes an inn it jerks like the tail of a crazy kite when a brewery looms on the left or right when it nears the coop or the rooster's rest it bucks as a mustang bucks out west but calmly refusing to get a jag on raymond clings to that water wagon to revere's great feet you may point with pride but raymond is riding a greater ride four conversations i used to have him buffaloed when i was in duluth out in that dinky pine tree league and here's the honest truth this Mathewson ain't better, say the benders that I slung. Had all the sluggers swinging till they'd almost bust a lung. I'll get him just the same right here. McGraw knows I can't lose, said the pitcher to the barboy up at Patty Donahue's. I lost a tough game yesterday, but that don't make me sad. Believe me, I had everything. They walloped all I had. I didn't get no swell support. My catcher crossed me twice and all the infield acted like a wagon full of ice. They all support this Mathewson. When I go in, we lose, said the pitcher to the bar boy up at Patty Donahue's. I've been here just two months today, and things are looking black. I lost a tough one yesterday, and now I've got the sack. Say everyone's against me, kid. My curve is breaking great. But four guys slammed it yesterday, clear to the left field gate now i'm released you hear me released with rundown shoes said the pitcher to the bar boy up at patty donahue's get out of here you rummy i can't hand you no more booze said the bar boy to the pitcher up at patty donahue's inside baseball the warden of one of the state penitentiaries had begun a system of Saturday half-holidays for the convicts, a baseball game on the prison grounds being the main feature. You talk of inside baseball and of managerial plans, of signs and mental flashes that are Greek to all the fans. You tell of wondrous brain work, such as Evers used to use, when he wasn't in his shoe store selling patent leather shoes. I've seen some inside baseball in the various big league towns and seen some inside pitching by the Mathewsons and Browns. But the finest inside baseball I have seen in many a day 
is inside the dear old prison where they like to have me stay. The Yeggmen lead the league just now. That team is full of tricks. They beat the conmen yesterday by 17 to 6. The lifers have an outside chance to win the prison flag. The counterfeiters still have hopes, although they seldom brag. The pitcher for the grafters, namely Alderman McGee, has bet his good behavior that they'll finish one, two, three. Yes, the finest inside baseball I have seen in many a day is inside the dear old prison where they like to have me stay. The game we had last Saturday was sure a corking sight. The Yeggmen beat the grafters, but the grafters made them fight. McGee, the grafters' pitcher, had to hide his head in shame. He tried to bribe the warden, who was umpiring the game. If Saturday's a pleasant day for outside games like ball, the conmen play the lifers and will be there one and all. For the finest inside baseball I have seen in many a day is inside the dear old prison where they like to have me stay. The Difference It's just this way, said Danny O'Shea, as he whittled a stick and the hours away. A player can booze for a year or two, the same as me or the same as you. You meet a ball gamer now and then who can guzzle more than most of men. But sooner or later he has to go, the way I was chased from the big league show. The difference, kid, said Danny O'Shea, between the hard and the easy way, as far as ball players goes at least, is a difference big as the West and East. I played ten years before I was spurned, and this is the lesson your uncle learned. The boozer thinks he is splitting the wood. The man that is sober knows he's good. You see, continued Danny O'Shea, a dog and a man must have his day. I played like a demon for seven years till I switched to whiskey and quit my beers. I laughed at the friends that steered me right, but here's the difference, black and white. The boozer thinks he is splitting the wood. The man that is sober knows he's good. Cricket and Baseball The cricket game was over, and the sun was sinking low. The players in their blazers plodded homeward in a row. They stopped within the clubhouse for a final cup of tea. When up spake Captain Edgerton to bowler Basil Fee. Jolly well tried, old chap. You lost as the greatest can. But whether you win or whether you lose, you're always a gentleman. Have a scotch and soda, old fellow. It will drive off the bloomin' blues. Keep up your stride, you jolly well tried, and a man can't always lose. The baseball game was over, and the home team had just skinned. The players slunk across the field while sundry knockers grinned. They hurried to the clubhouse for a bath and a change of garb, when up spake manager Macduff, and each word was a barb. Fine lot of high-priced athletes, most of you ain't alive. I could pick a team from the soldiers' home and beat you four out of five. Be out here at ten tomorrow. That goes the way that it lays. Any Mixdale sport that doesn't report will squat on the bench ten days. The League of Long Ago They've got me sitting on the bench. I knew it had to come. Kid Casey subbed for me at third the day I broke my thumb. My thumb got better fast enough, but when I wanted back, the kid is stinging them a mile. 
says good old Captain Mack. The kid is running the bases like a Murray or a Cobb. The kid does this, the kid does that, the kid is on the job. And so I'm sitting on the bench, my spirits sort of low, and playing memory ball games in the league of long ago. I'm pulling for Kid Casey, and I hope he makes a mint. I help him every way I can, from cuss word down to hint. He knows that I am for him, too. Twas only yesterday. He says to me, old leaguer, you've got ten more years to play. But I know that he knows better, and I know just what I'm worth. A man can't last forever in the swiftest game on earth. And so I'm sitting on the bench, my spirits sort of low, and playing memory ball games in the league of long ago. I played old Buck Ewing just before Buck blew the game. I played with Jimmy Ryan in the days of Anson's fame. Then I was just a fresh young kid, and they were getting old. But not one slur they gave me when I broke into the fold. That's why I like Kid Casey, and I'll plug like sin for him. I told Mac only yesterday my eyes were getting dim. And so I'm sitting on the bench, my spirits sort of low, and playing memory ball games in the league of long ago. The Longest Hit on Record I've heard of hits by Wagner, hits that scale the left field fence. I've read about full many a clout, tremendous and immense. I know about that old-time wheeze where Ryan hit a ball that lit upon a steamer due in London late that fall. But the longest hit on record was a hit by Dan O'Shea when the bankers played the brokers just five years ago today. Dan played left field or right field, I can't remember which, but when it came to batting well, Dan had the batter's itch. His fellow brokers often said, perhaps they did but joke. They spent their all repairing baseball fences Danny broke. But the longest hit Dan ever made, as I set out to say, was made against the bankers just five years ago today. A banker named O'Connor waited out in center field. When Dan O'Shea came to the plate, his nerves all calm and steeled. Dan hit the ball, an awful soak. O'Connor clenched his teeth. And after quite a fearsome sprint, the ball he got beneath. Just as he caught the pellet, two detectives hove in sight. He put the ball inside his shirt and told the gang good night. He ran to far-off Labrador, the land of ice and snow, and everywhere O'Connor went, the ball was sure to go. From there he went to Canada. From there he made Bengal. Then journeyed he to Mandalay, accompanied by that ball. And then he tried Australia, seeking diamonds in the dirt. But all the time he kept that ball he'd hidden in his shirt. He didn't like Australia, so he trekked to many a land, from Greenland's icy mountains clear to India's coral strand. He sweltered in strange deserts, onward, onward, day by day, but always kept that baseball hit so hard by Dan O'Shea. If you ever go to Sing Sing, which I hope you never will, you will find O'Connor in a cell with that same horsehide pill. Yes, the longest hit on record was a hit by Dan O'Shea when the bankers played the brokers just five years ago today. End of section two.